and we are back. And we have been bopping along or booming along. Boom, boom, boom. Shake the room with a bit of Will Smith. <laughs> I am here with Alex. Welcome again to the show, Alex. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm pumped after yeah. that song. I need to say, like, you look beautiful. You have great being dressed today and oh. I love it. And I saw you here to dance and <laughs> move and shake. It's like, yeah, that's great yeah. time. Great <laughs> Greater mood for Monday, yeah, lunchtime. It's true. I'm, I'm, I, I always sit in this chair and put on a song and get myself going. And yeah, I was doing a bit of a jiggle, yeah. wasn't I? <laughs> awesome. Well, it's good to see you again. It's just us girls for a little bit. We think yeah. we haven't got hold of our friend um, Apple in in Greece yet. He's probably just you know he's lying on a beach somewhere having a great um, old time. I'm sure he's probably just resting. He's like, ah, oh, I can't be bothered, guys. Yeah, I'm yeah. not waking up 6 a.m. No, he's like, Bleh, why bother? And <laughs> who can blame him, eh? Yeah, lucky definitely. him. But we do have a nice day here today. Beautiful. It is, yeah. I think it was already 17 degrees in the mm. morning. I was like, oh, it's just nice. a beautiful day. So get out there, folks, and enjoy the warm weather. It is good for you to get a bit of what vitamin D. I think it's vitamin yeah, D. Yeah, sun is absolutely yeah vitamin D and fresh air. Really, really good. And the best thing is when you can have short sleeves mm. and you can actually get uh, a little bit of sunshine through all the parts of your skin. It's perfect. Will yeah. be great recharge. Yeah. Oh, I just yeah. yeah, run around naked for a couple of minutes. <laughs> oh, Obviously, uh, in maybe, the confinement yeah. of your own <laughs> backyard, perhaps. Yeah, just a little covered, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah, don't want to yeah. cause any any disruptions, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, it's so good to have you, and we've got another cracking topic today, haven't we? Ah, uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so excited! Yeah. So, what are we going to talk about? Uh, I was thinking to. Talk about a little bit more about brain language and perceptions and beliefs because, as we mentioned, I think a um, few episodes ago, we talked about how our beliefs and values and memories and experiences create our decision making and choices and results. Mm. And I had a few experiences past few months and just made me think about this topic a lot because. Even though I am, I'm in personal development. I'm in leadership. I still can see how easy our mind is influenced by others, peop- others people's behaviors and beliefs and what they said and what what they say to us. Mm. And I think it's very important to kind of be on guard all the time, like really be aware of what is happening around us because we can buy into those beliefs and opinions very easily. We are quite easily influenced, aren't we? We don't even realise it. It's it's subconsciously. We we just, we listen, Mm. we absorb and and we take things on board. And yeah, sometimes it's actually limiting us and stopping us to do things that we should do. Mm. Or maybe maybe taking things on that aren't quite real or... Yeah, that aren't perhaps the best for us. Mm. It is. I was thinking to to share. I think I shared story about uh, my teacher when I was eleven. When I was sitting in a class and and honestly, she was asking questions. I know she was expecting everyone to say something super smart, and she was, you know, hands up. Uh, who wants to answer the question? And I really had to go to the bathroom, and mm-hmm. I really, really had like that was like life threatening. Like I really need to go, and I was like sitting there. What should I do? I need to. You need put to put my hands up, yeah. Yeah? yeah. And I put my hands up, and I asked, and I didn't answer her question, but I asked her <laughs> to go to the bathroom. And that was when she just lost it, and she was screaming at me in front of my schoolmates that I'm seeing every day, spending you know five, seven hours with them every day. She was uh, screaming at me. I shouldn't talk. I should shut up. And 
um, I think there was Swollen Frog and all those kind of names. Wow. And I remember I, I was running out and when I ended up in bathroom, I was just shaking. I didn't understand what's going on. I, I was I was just like shocked. I, I Like my body was shocked and it never really happened to me for like no reason. Someone mm. screaming and I was like red faced, really, you know, ashamed and embarrassed. From that day, and I was 11 years old, from that day I basically took this on board and I realized that all my decisions, all my experiences and memories now that I have, everything was basically made on this limiting belief that I shouldn't speak up. Mm. And I avoid every situation you can imagine where was any kind of chance that I will have to speak up in front of people. Because you took on the thought that I'm not allowed to speak up and if I do, there's going to be negative consequences just like there was that time. So you've got this belief in your body now that's saying this and it's influencing. Yeah. Wow. Uh, But it shows you how how only one event or a few events can really impact you. And I think it's also because when you're young, um, I mean, all the great philosophers and psychologists and psychotherapists will all say, you know, um, when you're young, things have a massive impact that can really influence yeah. influence your life. So you obviously realised this at some point in time. and At some point, yeah. It took yeah. me probably 25 years to avoid every situation that I have to speak up. <laughs> Isn't it interesting the, the massive impact it can have? Yeah. It, it is like now when I'm, when I'm here mm. I'm talking to you in radio and I have my podcast and I'm presenting it in front of people, I realise that I, I just... There was one point that I just got sick of it mm. because it was influencing my life that much that I was avoiding weddings, you know, with my friends. And and I, I wasn't able to go there because I was scared. I was so scared. Like the fear inside of my body was so strong that I just, I couldn't. I just didn't want and I couldn't. And I, it, it took me 25 years to find out, wow, okay, let's do something with that. And I took this biggest challenge to speak in front of people actually and changed it. And I was always shaking in front of people I'm still, you know, not 100% sure, you know, mm. it's, it's like it's cool and I'm cool. It's, it's just not there. It's the doubt mm. will be always there. And uh, I know a lot of speakers in general, they have always this kind of little bit of doubt before every kind of speaking. And of course, because we want to add value, we want to influence positively people. That means we have to be very careful how we say things and what we say. And... But I believed in that. I believed mm. that this n- needs to happen. And uh, I think it was kind of a reminder of my business partner years, four years, yeah, I think I talked about that, four years a- ago when he said, wow, you shouldn't speak up, you know, like because you have accent. Mm, that's and right. you shouldn't coach Did people mm. because Australians will never trust you. And I was like, wow. And he just reminded me so <laughs> much <laughs> massive, of that, yeah. that teacher. And I was like, wow, this was happening to me all life. People were telling me what I shouldn't do and why I shouldn't do it. And that was probably kind of like a massive point when I said it's enough. Yeah, you gave him a big raspberry and went, (laughs) no, enough of that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That was exactly the sound I made. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's hard. You know, like it's – we don't see things because it's subconsciously there. It's something that is written in our brain. And because our brain and our thinking and action are influenced by those memories and experiences, if we don't want to go back to memories, sometimes we don't know. That mm. limiting belief b- was created or were created somewhere. 
you know, in past. Yeah, it could be that you don't even remember where. Exactly. We don't yeah. even need to know what was that belief mm. or where that belief, you know, became actually something that we buy into. That means it's really important to check on our beliefs or other people's perception when they say something to us. Mm. Is that really true? Just ask yourself, mm. why I believe this or why I believe, you know, something about me or why I believe I can't make it or ca- I can't do it. Why I believe that uh, this is not for me. Who say that? Yeah, yeah. And there can be two things. We say something to ourselves based on some kind of feeling mm. or someone else told us one day in our life, sometimes in past. And based on that, we created that belief and that picture about us. Like this is us, this perception of us. So we need to ask the question, why? What is it that I'm feeling and why am I feeling this way? And is there any logic behind it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And to challenge it, yeah, and go, hey, is, you know, is this stopping me from doing something I really want to do or being who I am? And just going, no, let's let's seriously look at this. Am I am I held back by fear? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting that I didn't know about that. I didn't know beliefs exist. I mm. didn't know values exist. I didn't know there is some kind of memories that are influencing my life. I, I, ju- I really didn't know about that. And I think when people just listening our shows or, you know, like we are here, we're talking about beliefs and values a lot. I think that's already progress for everyone. Like if you already know this, you know more than I, <laughs> I knew when I was young. <laughs> That means I think that's the first thing to understand and acknowledge that I- if you are listening or ever listen to our conversations about, uh, especially past probably two, three months topics, it's, uh, y- you know a lot, you know a lot, you know how the brain works, you know that you know, our beliefs are created, you know, from memories and from other people's perceptions and from uh, everything that we experience. And and maybe yeah, it's just a small thing, you know. Like sometimes your ex, uh, when you're young and you have this first boyfriend, sometimes he can say something that is super <laughs> inappropriate because we are so young. Yes, but you yes. take it on board forever, for uh. all your life, and based on that, you you're looking for your partners, and and it's just such a shame we didn't know about that when we were ten, you know, or, or I don't know seven. That <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, or you have works. yeah, or you have you have that awareness. Um, it's interesting yeah. actually. I was I was <laughs> reading something the other day, and it was the idea that we really only be- we begin to only get that part of our development in in middle age. So we don't um, have the ability to necessarily have all that awareness and put the dots together until yeah. we're until we're middle age. So we we come into this kind yeah. of awareness, and that's where a lot of people find that they have these so-called midlife crises because they re- suddenly get a reality check. They suddenly get this awareness that they they haven't had when they're when they're younger. So there's an advantage to being yeah. older. Yeah. Shout out to the oldies. Woo! Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Shout me. out to us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think also yeah. when you say that it's uh, the, the middle 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 age crisis, when we call that that, or whatever crisis we have in our life, I think it's also caused by buying into too many beliefs or comments from other people, perceptions of other people, how we should be, how we maybe, what we should do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the major thing that, of course, we will be in crisis later on. Because we are living someone else's life. We may be living the life of our parents or maybe some friends or maybe some some teachers or someone we met. And we didn't realize that. Yeah. Like we actually living like totally opposite of truth. Like we, we live some kind of 
you know, perception of other people. You're on people. someone else's path, so, aren't yeah. you, rather than your own. Exactly. And and it's massive. I think we all have a little bit of experience with this when we get when we are getting older because it was a lot of influence around us and it always will be. We always have people around us, we always live with people, we have we live with family. Everyone is influencing us. But I think to have that consciousness, that conscious awareness about what people say and how much truth is that or is that because they feel bad but that's why they say that or is that because they don't trust themselves mm. they say to us and it, it's always or most of the time when people say something that you shouldn't do it you should stop that's not for you it's actually because they don't trust themselves they they may ever do it yeah, that means it's a lot of actually telling you about other person, yeah, not about you. Projecting onto you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that's another another big topic or big uh, realization for people to mm. understand why people say something. They don't need to mean it bad way. It's just because they don't trust themselves or they are scared. Mm. There used to be a saying when I was young: "Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will have it never hurt me." <laughs> and it was an old-fashioned thing, meaning yeah. that you know, just ignore people's little comments or bullying and things, but. It's, I mean, you don't hear it these days because it's a load of rubbish. Because names and comments and things that, that you do come across do have an impact, even if you don't realise yeah, it. Yeah, they so have. Sometimes they just go straight into that unconscious part of your brain and you don't even realise it. And then they're just driving these decisions or these thoughts that you've got. I think we're also guilty of that ourselves as oh, well, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I know when I say something, sometimes I just kind of pause... And I'm thinking, how actually did this influence other person? Maybe that wasn't a good comment. And I actually go back to that person and I say that because I don't want to hurt people. Mm. And and I think sometimes when we are busy and, and we are focused on something else, we don't want to be interrupted. And we may say something you know that is coming really subconsciously uh, from we don't know where, something that we... We don't even think about, and I think when we are in stress situation, a lot of time we do it because we have high cortisol and we know how we work in amygdala hijack. And I think that's often those things happen. That means I always think about that when someone else as well is in stress and say something, I know it d- didn't mean anything because that person acts from the space where they don't have really their intellect altogether. It comes right? out as a bit of an explosion, yes, doesn't it? That they exactly. don't have a lot of control over. Yeah, yeah. And I think to be angry with everyone who doesn't have control is silly because we, once in a minute or once in a mm. day or maybe once in a week, we all lose a little bit of control over ourselves, you know, our emotions. And that's why it's good to be aware of that, how that brain works, how our stories create our emotions and, and feelings. And based on that, we can put ourselves in that amygdala hijack and we have high cortisol if, you know, if we have the, that uh, silly, stressful story uh, you know, this, we are not on time, we need to do more, we need to be more, we need to achieve more. And it's, it's, it's a lot of time we are in stress, stressful situation all the time, 24-7. And, and that's when it becomes a little bit dangerous because we're really influencing other people. And mm-hmm. I think that's when we really need to have a look like what we're doing, yeah, how, how, where we are coming from. And uh, it was it was great reminder because even we talk about that all the time, trying to live this conscious life all the time. I was at a meeting, I think two weeks ago, and uh, I spoke with this this amazing lady. She's like, she's general manager of an organization. She's amazing. I asked her for help just to, you know, talk about a few things and said, look, let's have a, let's have a conversation. 
about leadership and and the journey and path you know what what people can do how they can do programs and we were sitting and and she was she asked me a question that uh, just woke me up again because she was like why why you are not in universities why you're not working with universities and i was well i can't Hmm. And she <laughs> she was like, why? Hmm. <laughs> and I said, one time, one person uh, actually wasn't wasn't a lot of time ago <laughs> told me that he tried, and uh, they told him at universities you can only they they only work with people they study at p- the particular university. And she was like, no, it's not true. And I just <laughs> I just had this awakening because <laughs> I was thinking. I just bought into someone else's experience, maybe one-time experience, yeah. someone that maybe spoke with someone that is not maybe even on, in the position. And they had this kind of experience they shared with me, and I bought into that because he said, no, you can't do it with uni- universities. And I said, wow, okay, I didn't know about that. And I just bought into that, and I was thinking, you know what, is this, this is another thing that I let someone else influence my beliefs mm. and she said yeah you can because like you have title you can do it like you know you're academic and it's like hmm. okay and i straight away uh next day contacted all the universities <laughs> good on you because i was thinking like how, why i was even like stopping myself for like doing actually exactly what i want to do it was talking to, to young people to realize all those truths about our brain, neuroscience, feelings, emotions, and how we can achieve more, how we can be more motivated and inspired. And those people needed the most. And I just let this one person say one thing, and I changed my beliefs. And I was like, wow, that was not really resourceful behavior. <laughs> and But it's, it, is, it is great to realize that because therefore we can assess our behavior what was happening mm. last week last month like what was actually happening in our life like w- what people told us like how how they direct us you know how they actually create our path for for us yeah we we sort of let them in don't we yes i think also it's not just about comments that people make but there's a lot of things visually out there as well that send us messages that we choose to take on board for example what we're supposed to wear what kind of equipment we're supposed to buy? What success <laughs> looks like? Uh, don't you think so? about marketing? We oh are well, I guess we we are, but but there's also you know yeah. other other influences out there, I suppose. But yeah, there's a lot of that, isn't there, that we take on board yeah, as but well. But imagine that that we have the basic of education, actually basic or part of the education, is about how our brain works, how we can feel from mm. you know creating our thoughts and and r- stories in our head now you know how you make decisions you know that perceptions exist and it's only your perception and person next to you see something different i'm sure you see something different today i see you you probably don't see you <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it's <laughs> but it's it's interesting how we just be creating that it exists and that therefore for advertisement you know we we can see it as a as a block it can actually make us feel less it can make us feel not worthy. And some person can be inspired by advertisement, same advertisement. True. But that means yeah. it's really hard to say like what we see because it's what you see and what I see and someone else see. Mm. It's different. Well, I, I guess it's a bit like I, I went to Disneyland once. And I years I ago really I saved up, I went and um, my partner and I went and we decided to go on this Right. I didn't really know what was completely involved, but I knew it wasn't going to be a 
you know, little duck pond. It was it was going <laughs> to be a proper ride. And for me, I don't get them. I don't get rides where you get thrown all over the place. It's like a cont- controlled car crash, I reckon. Like, what's the point? Oh you know, so that I just don't see the point. So anyway, I went on this ride, though, because I always pr- – I'm prepared to give anything a go. <laughs> but up we both go. We go on this ride. We're going through the exact same – we're doing exactly the same thing on exactly the same ride. We're millimetres apart in this one seat. So we're in the same position in this roller coaster, it turned out to be. Oh, my and God. And, of course – He's like smiling all the way, yippee, yay. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm just like, no, this is not, doesn't feel comfortable, doesn't feel safe. I'm not getting anything out of it. I don't like being thrown around. It feels rough. It doesn't feel good. But we had the exact same experience. But we didn't because he perceived that his experience was a really positive one. Me, not so much. And it just shows you how different we can be in the same circumstance and how we can take different things on and have different meanings behind yeah. them. But I'll never forget that. And that's a, such a great example, Sarah. I think that's uh, that's something that can show people a lot how actually our perception works mm. and how we can't really judge someone when somebody's not smiling or someone is you know, not doing what we want. Yeah, It is because they're just experiencing different things, different feelings. They, they hear something different. You can say the sentence and five people in the room will take it different way. And it's true. And it, yep. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's why when, when, I'm, when you talk, talk about marketing and what we see, I think what we see is fine. I think how we see it needs to be educated or, or learned. How we interpret. Yeah. Mm. That means how we actually can approach those things. Like, for example, if there are 20 advertisements and five of them inspired me and uh, 15 of them are really putting me down, I will never look at them. I will ignore them because that's what works for me. That's mm. what serves you can You can filter yeah. them out. You can just go, no, not for me. And that's the same with social media, right? We are, for example, you start your business or you do something. It, it actually doesn't matter if it's business or career, but we see all these people, they self-advertise. Now, first thing we do, we're just reading that, we're going through and after one hour or 30 minutes of scrolling down, we are desperate, we are broken because we think we are not enough because all those people have those amazing things to say. And uh, we, uh, as a business, we're doing a lot of things as well. We say things that we achieved or we say things we do and we like to, to tell people what we do because what we, what we see or what we want, we want people to see what is the option for them, how they can grow, how they can mm. you know, invest into themselves and become even better people and, and better leaders and better in business. That means from our perspective, our intention is, is good, but we are not responsible how, how people perceive it. And we really wish that everyone will perceive it with knowing our, our intentions. Yeah. But yeah. they don't because they go through you know different path and probably they are not happy or maybe they just exactly that second, that moment, maybe suffered and maybe they just needed to hear something else. Not me, you know, not, not, mm. not our advertisement or, or not our post. But I understand that. And I think that's why we should start to get those kind of educations or small bits of that at least about perception, neuroscience, behaviors, thinking. People just really shift your thinking because that's, that's one big thing that can change your life, it's right? It's really interesting because this week I've attended two meetings, okay, um, both with some wonderful groups of people. So 
very both both groups very positive one was a group of volunteers one was a group of trainee counselors okay so i went to this meeting with the the counselors and they they all spoke and and shared their thoughts and opinions about things and i thought wow aren't they so articulate can't they speak so well and they can think on the spot and they can respond and i found myself feeling really down about it because I was comparing myself to those individuals and going, right, well, am I going to be a good enough counsellor? Because, you know, that's what I'm training to do. I, I felt really down. And yet, in comparison, I go into this other meeting, I'm exactly the same person, and yet somehow I feel really good and I recognise that I've got something to contribute and... I actively speak up and I talk about these things and I'm articulate and and yet it they were days apart and I'm exactly the same person. So it shows you how, it just shows me so much like alarm bells going off here how the environment and what you take in during a particular experience can really influence how you feel about yourself and how that guides your own thoughts and behaviours. Yes, and I, w- I would like to add to that because you exactly said um, there is a De Martini principle. Basically, what he does, he he talks a lot about that in his uh, presentations. Who was who that? De Martini. Dr. De- De oh, Martini. yes, Martini. Yep. And basically what happens when we compare ourselves or judge ourselves or judge others, that means all judgment and comparison is basically creating those comparison stories in our head. That means what happens when when we start, like, judge and comparison, someone that is in front of us, like you said, mm. with two different groups, then we put ourselves on pedestal. That was probably, you know, like, mm. it's, it's not exactly like no, you said, it's your ego or something. Yeah. It's more, more like, I feel comfortable, I can yeah. add value, I know I'm better. Yeah. Uh, but it's not, you know, from perspective of being a bad person. But yes, you yeah. really think about that, like, I feel like, you know, I, I, I've, I've got I something know. here. Yes. Yeah. 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 That means we kind of put ourselves a little bit up. And after that, when you are with people that you feel like maybe achieve a little bit more or, you know, they are different, that we straight away put ourselves down. That means those things, when we, when we don't actually assess the situation from balance, mm. yeah, from, from that perspective that we are all even, and we start to a little bit compare or judge, we straight away going up or down. Comparison shocking, isn't and it? Yeah, and what happens there yeah. is actually when you're going to your amygdala hijack again. That means that's why mm. it's it's kind of like it starts to be a little bit stressy, a little bit of fear, uh, or, or can be a little bit of uh, like, yes, I can do this, and we just act a little bit different. That means all what happened th- there is even if we are up or down, we act different way. We, we don't act in our real, true, transparent self. And it's not us. It's a little bit, you know, part of us that is... It's an outside influence, isn't it? Yeah. Rather than we're outward looking. Yeah, we are adjusting to environment a lot. Mm. That means we, ca- we kind of become different person. And if, you, if we really think about it, it's quite silly, right? Because everyone's amazing. Oh, everyone's born but it's hard. amazing, yeah, aren't it, we just? Yeah. But <laughs> and <are> the, <laughs> the only person that can be you is you like no one else is more qualified to be me than me and same with you no one else can do alex like you can do alex and yet here we are always trying to measure and judge and and we take on these influences but i also know it's because as humans we're designed to interpret the world around us so we can adjust so we can survive within it and so we can learn and that's what yeah. we talked about, I think, last time, yeah. developmental stages as yeah. well. <laughs> that means when we can't see our uniqueness yet, we are still in level one or level two. That means we kind of like 
you know, look for the groups to fit in. And the first level when we don't trust ourselves. That means you can see it's, again, mm. it's all connected. Like all those developmental stages, psychological stages, and, and uh, our brain, neuroscience is all connected. And I wish we will all, you know, just, just climb the levels because we, we want to embrace that consciousness, consciousness and not allow to tell people you can't speak because you have accent. Oh, my gosh, everybody has accent. Even Australians said accent. Oh, we do. <laughs> oh, we, we do actually. Right? I remember coming back from overseas and going, do we really sound like that? After coming back from living overseas, I'm like, we sound awful. Like, really? Do I really sound like that? I was horrified. <laughs> and I'm looking at my friends and I'm like, they don't sound like they should sound like. Like, I couldn't put like, get my head around it because yeah. they sound weird. Anyway, getting off topic. But, but, but you can see that English-speaking people have, you know, all different accents. Mm. So I don't know what is actually wrong with accent. Like, how... How people can come from that traditional education, or maybe some older people, and just have these perceptions and beliefs, you know, because we were living here in the box, just us, and now it's really hard for them to allow other people come and grow. It's almost like and they're saying, "You're you're different, so I'm not going to be able to relate yeah. to you," and that's ridiculous. And, ag- and again, we take it on board as our fault. Yeah, but is it our fault that we speak more languages? I don't think so. I think it's great. I think it's awesome. And I wish I did. And and the thing is that we take on board their fear, their perception, maybe their limiting beliefs. Because mm. that's their limiting belief that they think that you shouldn't be in Australia when you speak a different language or, I don't know, when you speak uh, with accent. And you shouldn't definitely speak in front of people. Wow. You know, that's that's such a massive limiting belief. But what we do, we take it on board and we, we get, you know, started slow or small life just because of someone else's small life. So the, so the challenge today for everyone is to have a little three-letter word in your head. Why? Yeah. With a question mark. And is it true? Why, yeah. Let's have a look and see what our whys are telling us. You know, what is the world around? Well, what are we, what are we doing and how are we being influenced by other people? Why are we thinking this way? Why are we behaving this way? Yeah. And is it true to ourselves? Absolutely. And I think the most important question is what do I believe about myself? What do I believe about the world around me? Mm. What do I believe about me and other people? And really understand what is that belief there and if that belief is serving you or not. If it's, you know, if it's moving you forward to where you want to go, it's great. If not, uh, let's challenge that. Mm. And there's people out there, of course, can help you with that, that if you do find that you've, oh, yeah. that you've got <laughs> a lot of beliefs in you at the moment that yeah. are in inhibiting your life that are causing you challenges and are making you feel down you've got your counselors your psychologists obviously your first point of call is your, your gp as well your coaches your coach i wouldn't say go to gp i would say <laughs> go to coach oh, right yeah, yeah so <laughs> if you're sort of for your, for your mental yeah oh, mental health challenges yes. your, your gp Absolutely. is typical the, the the first spot so brilliant awesome it was great chat sarah i know yeah i feel <laughs> so wise we get we get so it's interesting, isn't it? It's just, I think, because we both are really passionate about mm. the topic and it's fascinating me because there is, first of all, there are millions of books on these topics mm-hmm. and I love to read it. And I can listen every day at least one podcast and read a book and or do course or something. I, I always do something because I'm, I feel like sponge when I like some kind of topic yeah. or, or when yeah. I ca- uh, kind of like the industry and it just feels like i'm back you know as a child and it's like yeah learning 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 that means if you like the topic just definitely listen yeah. to this amazing show <laughs> well I, it 
I'll finish with this little story. So I went and caught up with a friend on Friday night and while she went off to the to the ladies' room, I sort of sat back in my seat and had a, had a bit of a relax. And I can't help it, but I was very close to the people behind me because, um, and I heard a conversation. And it was about this man and this lady was asking me, why are you going to university? He's like, because, you know, I want to want to learn. And turns out this man had won lotto. So he'd become very rich overnight and he said, well, you can't, you know, there's only so long you can sit on the beach. So he, he realised that it. there was so much you could get from learning. But this poor girl couldn't understand why. She's like, why, why, you know, why are you doing that? You don't have I to. I love it. And he's like, but, but yeah, it's growth, it's learning, You'll it's experience. Yes, for and yourself. I'm like, I just wanted to get up and hug the man. I'm like, That's I wanted to <laughs> high five him. You should. <laughs> but then I thought, oh, I shouldn't be listening into this conversation. I went back to my cider, but yeah. Yeah, but it's nice. Uh, I love that, and uh, and it's really exciting because it's nice to see that people know that is you know it's great for you. Like all all learning, yeah. development, listening, reading, even small article about the topic that you like is it's already growth. And it's so easy these days. Get yeah. on Google. Yeah, Google it. Google. Right, you like Google, right? Yeah, <laughs> whatever, whatever works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fantastic. Thank you. This was lovely. So good. And Girls, girls hour. Woo. Yes. Yeah, it was a very intense conversation. <laughs> oh, it's great. Well, thank you for joining us. And for anyone that is interested in finding out about um, Alex a little bit more in her business, because she does help out businesses with with leadership and coaching. And um, do tune in every Monday as well, because she does join us and we talk about a whole lot of different topics that are relevant for those that look after people in business. But also it's really relevant for everyday folks as well. So we learn a lot. So your business, how do people find out a little bit more about what you do? Um, you can find it on uh, the website, thementoringeffect.com or LinkedIn, Alex Terry or Facebook, Instagram. We have a lot of, a lot of channels that means people can tune into our podcast and YouTube channel. Thomas, yeah, just Google it. <laughs> and if you are a, a business leader or someone that's responsible for looking after people, there's some, some you've got a great fee- freebie at the moment too, haven't you? Yes, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. And I don't think I will keep it for a long time because I realised um, after conversations conversation with a few people that they said, if you give away something for free, people don't feel that has value. And I was like, this has massive value, but I just want to give it for free. Yeah, And it's yeah. really hard to, again, buy into the opinions and beliefs of other people. That means I will keep it for free for now. Yeah, that means yeah. If, you, yeah, if you are interested, definitely go on our website. You will see, uh, I think there is a link on the front, front page to actually get into Leadership uh, Success Mini Course. Mm. And it's really tiny course that will take you to our membership area. It looks beautiful can watch the videos and download the PDFs. Yeah, so that's the mentoringeffect.com, folks. Yes. Um, but check them out. They're on lots of mo- social media platforms, so getting getting quick. But I think on that note, though, I think by showing something for free as well, you're showing value. So the idea is that they can yeah. expect even more value when they purchase something as well. Yeah, and I think it's good introduction to, like, hi, this is me. Yeah. Uh, do you like it or not? Yeah. And I yeah. think be- before people spend money and, and decide, they can decide actually on something they're already there and, mm. and they can decide if they like it or not and it's their decision. And I think that's important. Genuine approach. Yeah. Love it. Cute. Well, thank you. Thank you, thank you. I'm going to spend the rest of the day being very conscious of my, my beliefs and um, asking myself why, but it is a good lesson for, for every day. Thank you, sir. Awesome. Well, we're going to 
yeah, no, it was great stuff. We're going to go to another song, and I think because we've had such a good conversation, we want to shout it out loud by Kiss. Here we go. <laughs> 